You see, the story, it's not about the destination, as good as that is. It's about the journey. It's about His story, God's story, being written in you and through you. Welcome to another inspirational message from Gateway Life Church. We're so glad that you've joined us and trust that this podcast will be a blessing to you. Let's uh, get into God's Word today. And we're going to begin from uh, Luke chapter 2, verses uh, 7 to 11. You can follow in your Bibles or watch on the screen. And, uh, and it says, And she, Mary, brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Saviour, which is Christ Jesus the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward all men. I love this word suddenly, and that's what we're going to talk about today, the word suddenly. You know, when God is moving, things can change in a moment, in a microsecond. And just how the light overcomes the darkness with the flick of a switch, God can flick a switch that turns darkness into light tests into testimonies and a great mess into a great message. Praise God for suddenlies. The word suddenly appears in the Bible 87 times, but doesn't include words like behold, immediately, unexpectedly, or phrases like in the twinkling of an eye, in a moment, or coming quickly. George and Michaela are now engaged which seems like a suddenly, but it didn't happen overnight. God is into suddenlies, but they don't always happen overnight. You know, the book of Acts, we all know the book of Acts. We did a series on that this year. We called it Acts 29 because we believe that Acts 29, there's no Acts 29 in the Bible, but we believe that Acts 29 is still being written. And it says, and suddenly there came from heaven uh, the noise like a rushing wind. That's Acts chapter 2, verse 2. But little did we know, even though there was a suddenly, there was a period of waiting. Jesus said before He left the earth, go and wait in the upper room. Wait in the upper room for the promise of the Holy Spirit. And as they were waiting, as they were in proximity, as they were in the right place at the right time, suddenly. And God has a suddenly for you. 
but it is on the other side of a period of waiting. And that's the tough part. You know, if some of you follow me on social media, you would have seen that I put a post out on Instagram how like, uh, I said something like how, you know, life is like a train. It's like a train journey. And uh, as you, you know, stay on the train, you know, over time you see people get on the train and people get off the train. And things change. The, uh, the scenery changes. The destination changes. But you just got to stay on the train. And we all know that life is like a train. People get, they come into our life. They, they come out of our life. But we got to stay on the track. As the Apostle Paul was approaching Damascus. Damascus. Damascus? Scones? Scones. Apple? Apple. I don't know. But it says, suddenly a light from heaven flashed about him and he fell to the ground. That's Acts chapter 9, verse 3 for those taking notes. Suddenly, it was a suddenly moment, but it happened over a period of time. Suddenly, another passage in Acts chapter 16, verse 26. Suddenly there was such an earthquake that the foundations of the prison cell were shaken and, and catch this, and all at once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose suddenly, but it was on the other side of a period of waiting. Suddenly is not just for biblical times or biblical characters. It's for you and I as well. And I know that many of us here are in a season of waiting. It's like you're in a holding pattern or it's like, you know, uh, you know in, a, in a plane, in a holding pattern. It feels like you're going around in circles. But I hear the Lord saying, just be patient because there's going to come a day when that, plan, that plane is going to land. Some of you feel like you're on a train and it's like, are we there yet? <laughs> no. Some of you are not there yet. Some of you have arrived at the destination that you were planning and, and waiting for. Like, have I mentioned George and Michaela getting engaged? So it was like they've been, and now that's here. And what's next is now their preparations for marriage. And so some of you feel like you're on a train and you haven't arrived at your destination yet, but you just got to stay positioned, seated in heavenly places and you're going to get there. You see, the story, it's not about the destination, as good as that is. It's about the journey. It's about His story, God's story, being written in you and through you. Because sometimes it can take days, it can take weeks, months, even years to have a suddenly moment. Joseph in the Old Testament waited 13 years. Abraham was uh, given the promise of a son. It took 25 years. Moses waited 40 years. Uh, in actual fact, he waited 80 years until he stepped into, his, uh, into the office of a uh, national deliverer. For the first 40 years, he was raised in Pharaoh's house. And then he made a mistake and now he's exiled out in the wilderness for another 40 years of preparation. And he thought his time was over. He thought, I've missed my, my destiny. I've missed my purpose. I had it so good being raised in Pharaoh's house. 
and, and being given charge over so much. And then he has to run for his life. And now he's in the back, you know, the backside of the desert looking after sheep. And then one day after 80 years, suddenly a voice speaks from in the midst of a burning bush. And this voice calls him to deliver a nation. Wow, wow, wow. What about Jesus, the very Son of God? took 30 years for Him to step into His office as Messiah and Saviour of the world. So if you find yourself waiting today, wow, you're in good company. And I need to say that greater things are yet to come. And I know that it's been tough. And, uh, you know, some of you have had a, a really challenging year where suddenly... You've had some unexpected news. You've had some unfavorable news come your way. And suddenly it's rocked you to the core. And it's led at times to, 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 to some pretty lonely and to, and to some pretty dark days. And if that's you today, I want to say, sorry that it's been so tough. But, and this is the reason why, the angel came down from heaven to declare some very good news that no matter what season we find ourselves in, no matter the feelings at times of abandonment, fear, loneliness, or rejection, the angel declares that there is hope. In Luke chapter 2 verses 10 and 11, the angel said to Mary, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you great news of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a Saviour who is Christ Jesus the Lord. This uh, Luke chapter 2 passage tells us that over 2,000 years ago, God, our Creator, stepped out of heaven, wrapped Himself up in human flesh and became the centre of time and history. But what's even more important than that today, as important as that is, is that Jesus becomes the centre of our story. Because when He becomes the centre of our story, that's when we become centred in life. And I know that today you've heard a message that says there's a season of waiting before you have your suddenly. Some people would be asking, well, how long do I need to wait? Can I just say you're closer than ever before? And now's not the time to give up. One of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is long suffering. But I'm telling you that long suffering, that fruit of long suffering is producing so much steel within you. And I want to congratulate you and tell you that you're doing well and you're doing better than you think. You've had to overcome so much adversity this year. Most of it has been in between your ears. Some of it has been an issue of the heart. Some of it has been, you know, becoming less attached to your history. Uh, more detached to, the, to soul ties and, and things like that. You're doing well. Can I encourage you to focus on the progress that you have made? You know, one of my personal philosophies in life is really, uh, no matter what I'm undertaking, it's one moment and one minute at a time. 
Some of you are thinking about everything you've got to get through. Some of you are going through your list and you're checking it not just twice, but three, four, and five times, thinking about everything that you've got to do. But it's one moment and it's one minute at a time and you're going to get there. Don't think about everything you've got to do this Christmas and don't get caught up in the commercialism. You know, that's one thing I don't like about this season. You know, it's the commercialism. You know, it's those songs, those melancholy songs that they like to put out there, which even for me can make you feel like there's a sense of loss. Now, I'm just being transparent. You know, sometimes you think about what you used to have that you no longer have. You know, I think about my dear mum, you know, and, and Trina's dear mum. You know, Trina was saying only this week that this is the first year that she's never made a Christmas pudding with her mother because her mother is now not capable of, you know, uh, such a thing. And my mother used to love Christmas and would put on such a spread. But those days are gone. And so, but we give thanks. We've got to give thanks for what we did have. But more importantly, we've got to give thanks for who's in front of us. You're in front of me right now. This is the only moment I have in life. It's the only moment you have. And you've got to love and appreciate what you have. Give thanks for what you had, but love and appreciate who's in front of you. Because quite often we're only truly thankful for something that we no longer have. What about your loved ones? You know, do they really know that you love them? Why don't you remind them? Why don't you tell them? Why don't you call them and say, hey, I know this is random, but there's something I want to say to you. And I want you to know I love you and I thank God for you. And I hope that you have a great Christmas. These are good things to do while you have the opportunity. Let's do what we can do while we have the strength to do it. While we have the grace, while we have the strength. I know that not everything has gone the way you would have wanted it this year. But what about everything that has gone the way? You chose it to be. And while we have the opportunity, let's take it with both hands. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, it says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. God is with us. And God is with you. And I'm going to pray in a moment for the fellowship and for the comfort of the Holy Spirit where you will personally encounter God in your own life. And Jesus, according to this passage, is not only with us, but He's come to bring us salvation. But what is salvation? What is it? How would you define salvation? Salvation is forgiveness of our past, power to live in my present, and a guaranteed promise of my eternal future in heaven. If our soul's greatest need had been information, then God would have sent an educator. If our soul's greatest need had been money, then God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need had been pleasure, then God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need, the human soul's greatest need, was unconditional love, grace, truth, mercy, and the forgiveness of our sins. And so God sent us a Savior, and His name is Jesus Christ. 
Suddenly, suddenly what? Let's believe for a suddenly when it comes to salvation when it comes to healing, when it comes to a miracle, when it comes to a breakthrough, when it comes to a gift of faith given to believe in our specific situation. You know, I believe that life can become a masterpiece when we master peace in our lives. I want to invite you to stand today as we begin to close. I believe that God will suddenly provide all that we need today. But I just want to pray. There's so many people here and tuning in online who are believing for us suddenly. And I believe that some are about to step into this suddenly, but for others, we need to keep on waiting. So we're either about to go into a suddenly or we're coming out of a suddenly, waiting for another suddenly, but waiting is key. And so I just want to pray and let's just see where this goes. And then I want to lead you in a prayer which comes before God and, and asks the Lord to forgive us of all of our sins. But let me just pray first of all. Father, thank you for your anointing in this place and online. Perhaps uh, if you're comfortable with this, just take your right hand and just place it on your heart. Holy Spirit, thank you for a gift of faith. I thank you for the fruit of steadfastness and endurance and to keep on believing for the suddenly. Lord, really it's from one suddenly to the next. Life is not about suddenlies. Life is about the journey. And I know that some are asking, Lord, when will my breakthrough come? When will the miracle of the breakthrough of the deliverance come? And I just hear you saying that you're writing a great story and that you're producing something that is not of this earth in your soul and in your spirit and in your mind. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now for a deposit of the gift of faith to keep on waiting, to keep on enduring, to keep on believing. I pray that you would put, Lord, a spiritual rod of steel in the backbones of everyone hearing my voice today, that you would establish them, that they would become rock solid. And, and even though everything around them uh, may continue to shift and change and uh, about them, I thank you that they will be rock solid. They'll remain planted. They'll remain on the train. Uh, Lord, knowing that their plane is about to land, Lord, at a new destination because of your promise. I thank you that you who, are, uh, who, are, um, who promised are faithful. I hear the Lord saying to someone here today, He's got you and He's faithful and He knows the desires of your heart. He knows what you're believing for and He's going to perform it. So Lord, I just thank you now for that season of waiting and that Lord, you don't allow us to be tested or tempted beyond what we're capable of undertaking. Thank you for your blessing this Christmas. Thank you, Lord, to love and serve those who are in front of us in Jesus' name. And let me just lead you in a prayer now. And it's really just a, a prayer that says, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. So 
If you know that you just stand in the need of forgiveness of your Savior, and for whatever reason, if you, if you feel distant in your relationship with God, you know, perhaps you've been following Him at a safe distance, and you just know that you need to come back to Him today with a, your whole heart and mind, let me invite you to pray this prayer after me. I'll pray and then I'll invite you to pray after me. Are you ready? Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, I humble myself today and I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Forgive me for the things I've said and done. Forgive me for the things I haven't said or done. I acknowledge that Jesus died for the sins of the world upon the cross, that he was buried and three days later rose from the dead. I acknowledge that Jesus, come on now, is my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for everyone who prayed that prayer today. I thank your Holy Spirit that you'll seal it. May you seal it right now. Salvation. Salvation. Coming again into a right relationship with Jesus. With the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Evident. Thank you, Lord, that you'll establish each one in the faith and in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Can we please thank our Lord and Saviour, you know, for all that He's done today. Let's give Him a hand of thanks. Before I let you go, I pray that today's Word has encouraged you and blessed you. And Kieran, just come forward, brother. <laughs> See, this is like a suddenly moment. I want to bless you with this. And may that passage of Scripture be a good reminder for you every day in your faith journey. How good has it been to have Kieran in the house this year? Wow. Wow. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Gateway Life Church. For more information, please visit gatewaylifechurch.org.au. God bless and have a great day.